This is the happy hour. You guys going to happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Clary. C is for chunk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome in. Happy Tuesday. This is the happy hour. 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Rico hanging out with you guys as usual. Rico, I was just thinking that we should make a new open. No. We, we got to change what I say. No. I think I'm a different person now. No. I think I'm changed. No. How are you doing, Rico? Hello. We got a couple people who have texted in already asking if they're the first text of the day. Ham and Beans, congratulations, you got it. We can't say the second guy because uh, you no didn't free, win. No free shout-outs. So, so Ham and Beans, congratulations, you are today's happy hour winner of nothing. nothing. As always, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sarder Heyman text line. Both those will be open for you guys as well as the Sarder Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. I'm going to have to twist your arm a little bit on the, the new open. No. Why why are you so why are you so against it? The open stays. If you want some new rejoins, I can make I can work. I don't know. We have plenty of rejoins for our one hour show. I can I can add some some we, sound effects to the rejoins if we, you would like. No, but no, the no, open no. We stays. don't need that. The open stays. You don't change the open. The open is how people know us. Why would we change the open? The people will know us. No, they won't. Yes, they will. How are they gonna know that it's Nick Sander we if can, he doesn't want to get arrested? <laughs> Without having to spend time in jail. Exactly. How will people know it's me if it's not C is for Chunk? You can keep yours. I just want to you change yours mine. Needs, yours needs no, I, I want to change mine. What are you going to change it to? I don't know. I, there's, I'm sure we have a, a long no. list of stupid things I've said. Well, you have to find them. I mean, we have we have we you saying something stupid. Those. We should. Because we say it in the show. Like, we need to save that. Yeah. And then we and don't. And we don't. <laughs> but, like, we have your stupid saying of C is for Chunk. We have it's not stupid. That was the best bit ever. <laughs> we have Nate. Last year was uh, the year of the chunk. Not, not the best. The, the whole smoker thing was probably the best. It just never happened. No, that one was bad. Okay, well, anyway, that one we, was bad. Then we got Nate's stupid thing on the open where he's saying, you know, I'm, I, everybody knows I'm the smartest one here. Everybody knows that that is not true. Everybody knows that that's incorrect. So, I mean, we just have to continue to, yeah, I mean, see, my guy says change it to the crotch over. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, it is what it is. Um, oh, well. I, it, it, Chase B says this, Nick, if you're going to change your part of the open, you have to change it to you explaining your price per byte system. That's too long. Yeah, it, it needs to it be needs quick to be and easy, quick hitter. Quick and concise. Yeah. So, Nyla says, you guys say stupid things every day. Choosing one would be hard. I, I agree. I mean, we're, we're not. That's why we need to add <laughs> sayings to the to the rejoins. No, we don't. Yeah, we do. I All I know is we have probably 20 different rejoins for a one-hour show for a one-hour show that we use two of them a day I think we two the rejoins we're one fantastic. open we are you know but that's what i guess that's what hell you know it helps when your producer as well as a co-host yeah. so um okay once again 402-464-5685 the honda lincoln hotline starter hammer text line I, I was looking at our youtube the other day by the way if you missed any of the uh, sam greasel conversation Yesterday, after their big win against Creighton and kind of looking forward towards the Indiana matchup tomorrow, head over to YouTube. We got that 
uh, segment specifically posted or on the podcast page if you're in your car because that way you don't have to worry about the video element while you're driving. Um, but we are close to 3,000 subscribers. Wow. We're at 2.92 thousand. So 2,920. Mm-hmm. We need 80 more. 80 more subscribers on YouTube. I bet you won't. Just keep 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 challenging them, Rico. I bet they won't. I bet you won't. They're not. You guys aren't that good. That's so, all it is. That's um, all there is to it. They ha- won't get us ha- to three thousand. Beans, Hammond Beans says, "Hi, I'm Nick, and I don't want to commit a crime or go to jail." Like one of these things. I think one thing that could replace my my little spot in the open would be me talking about my love for MapQuest or atlases. Too long. No, no, no. I I just I love MapQuest. There was it. There it was. I don't like it. We just have to cut it. It has to be natural. <laughs> You're forcing it. You're trying to find something. <laughs> I'm trying to too hard. And it doesn't I, work. I, I, I don't know. I think the MapQuest one would be just do fine. Do you remember when you said it? That's I do. the hard part. I, I do. I don't know if shows back that far. I mean, that was when I was still an intern and it I filled goes, on. It goes back that far. I filled in for a show from three to six that day. It goes back that far. You and I went, I, went off on a, I went off on a MapQuest tangent. Nah, um, yeah. Okay. Let's get to, let's get to transfer portal stuff. Let's Shout get out to, to the transfer portal. Shout out to the transfer portal. As Rico said yesterday, happy transfer portal day to all who celebrate. Um, okay, so I, you guys might have probably have heard already, Ben Bramer, Nebraska tight end, well, now decommit, uh, flipped from the Huskers to the Cyclones of Iowa State earlier. Well, he officially did it last night, but mm-hmm. it came out this morning. From Pierce to From Ames. Pierce. And he had, a, he had himself a heck of a, a C1 title game a couple weeks ago that I was actually fortunate enough to be able to watch him in person. And at that time, obviously, we didn't know who Nebraska's next head coach was going to be. Um, and and he, let's be real. You didn't know the status of Mickey Joseph. We didn't know uh, the status of Sean Becton. We didn't know a lot of things um, at that point. So he was still committed to the Huskers at, at that time and place. And he had himself a pretty crazy C1 title game. They played Aurora. Pierce did. They ended up winning the game handily, I think 42-14, to 14, if I can remember correctly. And Bramer had 11 catches on 11 targets for 249 yards and three touchdowns. He was the main source of offense. Yeah, no, he, he was their I was offense. listening to it, and anytime they dropped back to pass, it seemed like, up oh, and Bramer gets the catch. Exactly. No, it, it, was, it was Ben Bramer. So with him decommitting, it kind of made me think about Nebraska's needs out of the transfer portal because we, we got a text in on the drive this morning about how concerned we should be with Nebraska losing players, losing commitments, um, just losing guys to the transfer portal overall and just kind of the roster turnover. And my immediate thought is like, ah, don't worry about it. You know, Nebraska's going to replenish what they lose. They're going to, you know, fill voids here and there wherever they need to. You know, it's not Matt Rule's first rodeo. That's kind of my approach to this, Rico. But then this morning as I was driving into work, like I thought to myself about the tight end room. And obviously you have Ben Bramer decommitting. Mm -hmm. Vokalek and Chancellor Brewington are gone. Mm -hmm. So that leaves... Nate Borkacher, A.J. Rollins, Chris Hickman, and Thomas Fedoni. One of those four... Fedoni hasn't played in two years because of injuries. A.J. Rollins was a spring storyline, a good spring storyline, but then you didn't really see him. Borkacher did a pretty good job filling in for uh, Vokalek when he was hurt, but it was also him and Brewington. Yep. Um, So, I mean, like, Borkacher's your only guy that has had significant experience. Yes. And, And it was in a backup role to... Not only Austin Allen and Travis Vokalek as of last year, but now Travis Vokalek and Chancellor Brewington at some, at certain points. He and was then, more of the blocking tight yeah, end. Yeah, like here than, you are, like, right? When 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 Vokalek was out, 
Borkatur was in, but they weren't mm-hmm. targeting him a lot. He had a couple catches. They weren't targeting him as much. Um, and, and as much as we like to think of Chancellor Brewington as the blocking tight end, um, he he was more of a mismatch in terms of mm-hmm. receiving yards. I mean, again, they didn't throw it to him a lot. They don't throw their tight ends a lot regardless. Um, but when those two were in, it was mostly Chancellor Brewington getting targets and Borkatur blocking. So I, I think it's interesting. Wind up in the backfield a lot. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Kind of. So if you look at as Nebraska's staff has kind of unfolded and and become common knowledge and official, uh, I've been kind of going back slowly and watching South Carolina, watching now Baylor and Temple and and just kind of trying to learn on what the staff wants to do, what they have done in the past. Not saying that it'll look identical to years past, but, you know, you're going to do what you're confident and comfortable with. So if you look at Marcus Satterfield's offense at South Carolina, mm-hmm. a majority of the time they used two tight ends. So now if you just think about Nebraska's current roster, and and it'd be kind of probably incorrect and wrong to assume that they won't add somebody in the tight end room, add one weapon, whether it be through the recruiting you know, high school, JUCO, or transfer portal, it would be wrong to assume that. But you see Marcus Satterfield use two tight ends quite often at South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And so it would only make sense that you're going to see two tight ends at times at Nebraska. Well, just to kind of bring put a Nebraska, Marcus Satterfield, South Carolina touch on it, a connection, if you will, South Carolina tight end, there's two of them in the portal. There's two tight ends that are from South Carolina currently in the portal. First one, Jaheim Bell. 55 catches, 728 yards, and seven touchdowns in two seasons. What does it say? Is his career? Yeah, no, see, okay. two seasons. Say, that's a damn good season. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's really good. But still, still, in, in, through two seasons, he was second team All-SEC in 2021. Jaheim Bell was. Okay. Second tight end in the portal for South Carolina. Name to kind of watch out for, Austin Stogner. Yes. Doing some research on him. 67 catches. 864 career receiving yards and nine touchdowns through four years. Now, what's interesting about Stogner, so he followed, you'll remember that prior to last season, Shane Beamer was uh, in his first year at South Carolina this last season. Now, when he left Oklahoma, when Oklahoma, he was the associate head coach Mm -hmm. and the tight ends coach at Oklahoma, went to South Carolina as the head coach, Stogner followed him to South Carolina. Him and Spencer Rattler. Him and Spencer Rattler. And ended up, now, there's a crystal ball prediction for Stogner to go back to Oklahoma. Interesting. So think about that. So so Austin Stogner, though, um, is just kind of one of those to watch because he, he was an Oklahoma transfer prior to last season, went from Oklahoma to South Carolina, and now he's entered the portal once again after a pretty productive uh, senior season, he'll have one year of eligibility remaining, and there's a one crystal ball for him to go back to Oklahoma. But then here's the deal: also, is you have to realize that his offensive coordinator is now in Nebraska, in a very thin tight end room. I mean, if you're looking for a place to go and start, and hopefully pad your stats, knowing exactly what the offense is going to be, knowing who your offensive coordinator is, and him knowing your mm-hmm. skill set, knowing how to utilize you. That would make the most sense if he's looking to play right away. And, I mean, in terms of immediate winning and playing for a playoff spot, yeah, this probably wouldn't no, exactly. be the best spot no. for him. But if that's you know if he's just looking to pad his stats, maybe make a little bit of money Improve and, draft and, stock and know probably. exactly who 
know exactly what the offense is so he doesn't have to, you know, do too much offseason studying, although he should be regardless, um, this would probably be the best spot for him. So and I have to apologize. Sean P., thank you on the text line. I, I forgot to mention James Carney's also in the tight yeah, end Yeah, I'm room. going through the tight end room right now. I, I uh, apologize. James Carney, you know, there's a couple of freshmen, but, you know, it's, it's guys who didn't really play. Luke yeah. Lindemeyer from playing La Vista. Uh, we preferred uh, you mentioned, Yeah, you mentioned Chris Hickman. I forgot to mention Chris Hickman. Chris Hickman. Um, so it's so Chris Evan Hickman's. Myers. Chase Androff was the one from Minnesota that they signed that they That's were right. kind of That's excited right. about. So it's interesting when you kind of look up and down Nebraska's Maybe I shouldn't say thin in terms of numbers. Inexperienced. Inexperienced and thin in terms of production. Yeah. I think that, I mean, that'd be, yeah. when you're looking for maybe just, and once again, this is kind of where the transfer portal could be used for good, I suppose, is kind of a, a, a Band-Aid or a cover-up for temporarily to where you can allow the guys below or, or the underclassmen to continue to grow and develop underneath two tight ends that if you could bring in two guys they're ready to go day one like they mm-hmm. they will you you feel comfortable putting them out there uh day one so i mean we'll see you, what we'll you see bring what in you bring in one if you truly believe that borgacher can handle the load and if i mean honestly if fedoni avoids injury he's your starting tight end see that's that's an interesting conversation because i just wonder if what the expectation for thomas fedoni should be I mean, two ACL tears. Two ACL I'm, tears. Like, do we expect I'm the number into everything? Like, I'm do, not do we expect him. the number one tight end coming out of high school that kind of production after two ACL tears? Brock Bowers. <laughs> yeah, like, are, are we are we thinking like that's going to happen? I, I I don't know, and I don't have the answer, and I haven't even thought deeply about it to be honest. But. Does he still have the speed? Does he have the explosiveness? Does he have the jumping ability? I mean, it's we don't even know. We don't surgery. know how how prior to ACL. We, like that's the thing is we have nothing to judge it off of either. Just his high school tape. Yeah, which which I mean, Lewis Central is is known of for having some dudes. Max Duggan, obviously, now a lot of people now Fedone. Um, but it, it's one of those things where we'll just kind of see what what the expectation is and and how we constitute a successful successful year for Thomas Fedoni. But I guess in talking about this, as, as Ben Bramer decommitted this morning and went to Iowa State, and he, he mentioned in an article with the Omaha World Herald or the Lincoln Journal Star, I can't remember which one, um, that one of the newspapers. it was one of the ones that they're tied in with each other anyway, uh, that one that basically the, the main reason is that he just had a longer relationship with the guys from Iowa State and give credit to Matt Campbell and give credit to all those guys because – um, when Nebraska endured this 77-day coaching search or whatever it so was, long. you Iowa State and everybody else knew that Nebraska can't – like Sean Becton couldn't go to Ben Bramer and be like, I'm for sure here. Mm-hmm. I'm for sure here. Like you, you, Mickey Joseph couldn't do that. And, and so they Iowa, were State, doing their Iowa best. State understood it. They Iowa were, State understood, and they, they they hopped on it, and, and they, they ended up getting the flip. Yeah, they did their best to, to keep the commits, you know, going with them and, and try to convince them that, you know, even if I'm not here, this place is going to be the best for you. But, look, I understand people want to say commit to the school, not the coach, but it's really hard to just commit to a place and not know who you're going to be around and who's going to be leading you mm-hmm. as you go into battle. Okay, so before we get to break here, um, taking it away from Nebraska, looking just at the transfer portal, there, there's been a couple early crystal ball predictions on guys, Rico. Mm, love it. That are kind of fun to just kind of think about. So what would we think about DJ Uyunglele going to UCLA? Oh, 
That sounds fun. Now, now here's here's the downfall. So there was no crystal ball for this one, but I well, this is that, that was kind of one of the schools. DTR. They're losing DTR. That was kind of one of the schools that I thought about. I also thought about Utah. the The reason I, I think Western is because he he's from California, mm-hmm. and a lot of times at this stage of their careers, things like this, they try to f- go to home. home closer to home. I like UCLA better than Utah. I, do too. I think Utah I do would too. Utah would be kind of, and you know, I'm not really comparing the two, but it, it kind of like Clemson in terms of of wanting to run the ball before mm-hmm. you pass the ball. UCLA would make the best out of his athletic talent. He's not a good runner. He's not a great runner. No, but he's good at avoiding avoiding hits in the pocket. Well, yeah. he was good at avoiding hits in the pocket and and making things happen. He's not going to you know run for you know over three four hundred yards but he is able to make plays with his feet when he needs to and I think in a Chip Kelly explosive offense that his talent would be uh put to really good use um okay here's another one Devin Leary the NC State quarterback anywhere enter the transfer portal anywhere has a crystal ball to Wisconsin. Not there. Please, dear God. No. You don't want Devin Leary at no, Wisconsin. No, because that's actually a that's good really quarterback. Good. <laughs> you remember the last time that's an really NC State good. quarterback went to Wisconsin? That's true. Don't there, want there's that. There's a pipeline there. Don't want there's that. There's a connection. Hard pass. Russell Wilson, shout out to Chris Raff. Um, okay, then we have Spencer Sanders. You're going to like this one. Actually, you're probably Oklahoma not Oklahoma State? No. Yeah, yeah. Oklahoma yeah. State quarterback. Yeah. You're not going to like where he's going because it's an awkward fit. Zane Flores start right away? Probably. Mm-hmm. But I don't. Where Spencer Sanders is predicted to go, because there's a massive NIL deal waiting for him. Uh, it's a team in the Big Ten East. East, Big Ten East. Don't think it is a top three team in the Big Ten East. Penn State. Yeah. There is a massive NIL. I don't like, that. I don't like it either. And not because, because I don't, I don't, not because he's a good quarterback and it would make Penn I don't, State I don't like, better. I don't but like just, the idea of Spencer Sanders at Penn State. I, I mean, I don't care about it. Like, I, it would be cool, and the rest doesn't have to play Penn State, so I'm fine with it. But Spencer Sanders' talent would be wasted. Oh, that's interesting. You also have to remember Penn State has Drew Aller, the, who was who was a, a highly touted quarterback coming yeah. out of high school. And I'm shocked that he did not take over Sean Clifford's spot. Definitely should have. Sean Clifford was nah, bad. Spencer Sanders' talent would be wasted there. So, so there's, a massive, there's a massive NIL deal waiting for Spencer Sanders at, at Penn State. Give me Spencer Sanders at Ohio State. Maybe. Last but not least, here's an interesting story for, the, for, for Husker fans to keep tabs on, just in the world of college football, and how the transfer portal can be used for good. Mm-hmm. All right? Name of Austin Reed. Who's okay. that? He was a divisional Division two. National championship winning quarterback at West Florida. All right. I'm interested. You've got my attention. He entered the portal last season in 2021. Mm -hmm. Landed at Western Kentucky. Shout out Western Kentucky. This season in 2022, he completes 65% of his passes, has over 4,200 passing yards, and 36 passing touchdowns. That's Heisman numbers. Western Kentucky goes 8-5, and and they are second in the conference at USA. He just entered the portal on Monday. And now he, he's going to get picked up by a better team. When two seasons ago, he was playing divisional Division Two football in what at, at West Florida, 
and won a national title. Obviously, he only goes places with West in the name. Maybe. So, West maybe. Virginia. West Virginia, they do. Here we go. They, they are looking a for a quarterback because JT Daniels entered the portal. West Virginia. But that is a, that is an example of how the portal can be used for good to where if you're undervalued or under-recruited or, or just underdeveloped out of high school. Northwestern. Northwestern? West Nebraska? Community College? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Do you need your associate's degree, Austin Reed? We can we can get, hook you up with your associate's degree. Yeah. So anyway, it's just going to be interesting to see. I, I think that's a that's a cool story to kind of keep tabs on as we as we go forward. Okay, four zero two four six four five six eight five. The Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Heyman Text Line. I want to hear your guys' thoughts, texts, um, calls, whatever your your whatever's going on in your mind. Uh, let us know. Uh, 402-464-5685, as well as on the uh, Starter Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. We are, so at the beginning of the show, we were at 200, or excuse me, 2.92 thousand subscribers, and we are at 2.93. So we uh, we need to keep that Come number Come on, what are you doing? Going That's up. not enough. We need to continue skyrocketing that number. If it doesn't um, get to, to 3K. If it doesn't get to 3K during the happy hour, I... I have I have failed. Does it have to happen today? It or has to happen. Hap- it has to happen during the happy hour. Just that's any day. Yes, just during the happy any hour. day during the happy hour. All right. If it happens not during the happy hour, I have failed, and so you, you guys, all let me down. So you guys know uh, what's on the line here. What's on the line? I will all cry. Right, let's take a break. When we come back, I, we're going to ask Rico a lot of volleyball questions because Husker volleyball uh, travels to Louisville at the KFC Yum Center. Great name. Fantastic. Um, and they'll play Oregon on Friday at 10 a.m., which is a joke in, in its own right. Yeah, we'll talk we're about, talk that. about that. Um, and then also, it is hilarious right now because Cristiano Ronaldo, not to switch sports again, just signed a $210 million deal with some club in Saudi Arabia over two years. And, over two years. Yep. And he is sitting, he was benched to start the game for Portugal in the World Cup. That's why they did it. That's why Portugal so, benched him. So he, How dare you? He is not starting for Portugal in the World Cup, but yet just like a couple days ago, he signed a two hundred million dollar deal with a Saudi Arabian team. Yeah, that's that's Saudi weird. Arabian money, man. I, I don't know if it, I don't know if it's all clean. Don't careful. I don't know what's going on. They're listening. I know they're listening, but the live first live golf now Cristiano Ronaldo. Whoever's listening, this is all him. I didn't say anything. Well, Rico told me what to say during I the did break. No such thing. Let's, let's get to break. We'll be right back. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.